Hello and welcome to another episode of Pampering Myself Podcast. Hello, 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 podcast listeners. To my returning listeners, I appreciate you as always. And for my first timers, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope something is said that resonates with you and that you'll lock us in by subscribing to this channel. Please note, new episodes are broadcast every fourth Saturday at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Standard Time. I am excited. As a matter of fact, I broke out in song as I was preparing for this episode. I'm so excited that I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. I know. Keep my day job, right? Well, you know, the information that I share in this podcast is just as much of an eye-opener and beneficial to me as I hope it is for you. I've had several people, loyal listeners, who have reached out to me after listening to an episode to let me know just how much they appreciated a particular episode. Now, I know they're listening now, so I just want to say thank you. And although I don't do this for the accolades, it is still appreciative. Now, for those of you who don't know, I've had my share of health scares over the years, just like anybody else, which is what birthed this podcast and answering the call to help others. Thanks be to God, they weren't life-threatening. But if I had not sought medical attention or ignored them, things could have turned out differently. Thus, the beginning of my mission to advocate for my own health by listening to my body, asking the right questions, and responding to its needs. Now, am I perfect? Not by any means. It's a journey. So my mission is to embark on this transformational journey towards personal well-being and empowerment along with you. Health is not merely the absence of illness. It encompasses physical vitality, mental resilience, emotional balance, and a sense of purpose. Out this series, we will explore the empowering tools, knowledge, and strategies that can help us take charge of our health, make informed decisions, and create a life that nurtures our well-being. Now, before we get started, please note, I am not a healthcare provider, nor am I giving healthcare advice. This information is purely educational. So I welcome you to a new series titled The Empowerment Zone. Now, empowerment is a multidimensional concept that refers to the process of gaining a sense of control in making informed decisions and taking the necessary actions to improve your circumstances. Now, having the tools, the knowledge, and the resources, and the confidence to make informed decisions can certainly influence your destiny. Empowerment can occur on so many levels, personal, professional, social, 
economical, and political, and is seen as a means of enhancing our well-being, which is the main focus of this podcast and new series. So you ask the question, why is empowerment so important? We hear the word empowerment all the time. Well, from a health perspective, just to name a few, empowerment fosters resilience. That means having the ability to bounce back from setbacks and adversity. Empowerment can improve the quality of a personal relationship. When people feel empowered, they're more likely to engage in healthy and respectful relationships. Empowerment often leads to a stronger sense of purpose and meaning in one's life. Empowerment is said to be linked to better mental health outcomes because individuals are more likely to seek help when needed and develop effective coping strategies for stress and adversity and have a more positive outlook on life. In this episode, we'll be focusing on toxic energy, what it is, how it affects you, and how to empower yourself against it. Now, I'm sure we all know someone who's toxic. Hopefully it's not you, LOL. But if so, that's okay. Because there's many reasons or causes that one might exhume toxic energy. Just know that you can change that negative energy as long as you're committed to doing so. And that not only are you harmful to people around you, but you're harmful to yourself. So what is toxic energy? Well, toxic energy refers to the negative or the harmful vibes, the emotions or influences that affect us mentally and emotionally, and basically our physical well-being. And this energy can come from a variety of sources, from the people we interact with, our environment, or situation we might find ourselves in. And let's not forget this important one from our own thoughts. Yes, our own thoughts can make us toxic. Just like anything else that's deemed to be bad for our health, toxic energy is right up there at the top. So in case you never thought about it, here's just a few health-related issues you can expect if you're constantly exposed to or harboring toxic energy. Toxic energy can trigger negative emotions such as stress, anxiety, anger, sadness, and frustration. And it can create a sense of unease or discomfort, making it difficult to maintain a positive and balanced emotional state. Now, you can experience one or all of these situations when you are either toxic yourself or in a toxic environment or around someone who is toxic. Constant exposure can drain your mental energy and focus. Now, have you ever experienced that? Have you ever been around someone who just drains you 
and just being in their mere presence is exhausting, then you've been exposed to toxic energy. Prolonged exposure can manifest in physical symptoms like headaches, muscle tension, fatigue, and even sleep disturbance. So you might wonder why you're always tired or why you can't sleep at night or you have a headache when you go around certain people or certain places. Toxic energy in relationships can lead to conflict, resentment, and a breakdown in communication. And it can erode trust and intimacy, making it difficult to maintain healthy connections. Toxic energy can negatively impact your self-esteem and self-worth. Constant criticism or belittling from others can make you doubt your abilities and value. So if you're constantly been told, being told by someone uh, something negative, you can't do this, you always do that. Those are things that tear down one's self-esteem. And so they react or do what they do because they're in a toxic relationship. Long-term exposure to toxic energy can contribute to mental health issues such as depression and anxiety. And we see this all the time in people who have so have low self-esteem, who get caught up in situations whether it's drug-related or trafficking in some form or another because they have low self-esteem or they have been exposed to people who have constantly put them down. So you want to be careful in the words that you choose to tell someone when you're trying to correct them or criticize them. Toxic energy can contribute to negative self-talk and to pessimistic outlook on life. So even to yourself, I can't do this. I don't want to do this because. So so when you talk yourself into or out of things, you are putting those negative vibes in yourself. Now, need I say more? Can you relate? I'm sure you can relate to something at some point or another that's happened. And I'm sure we have all been victimized by toxic energy. And we may have even been the aggressor. So let's talk about ways to mitigate the effects of toxic energy. Because it's important to identify its sources and to take steps to limit or eliminate exposure where possible. Now in reality, we live in a toxic world. So total elimination is impossible but we have some control over how much. Now notice I said some control because we can only control ourselves. Now this may involve setting boundaries, seeking support from friends or professionals, practicing stress management techniques, and cultivating a positive and resilient mindset. All of the things we've talked about before. In a nutshell, self-care. So changing toxic behavior can be challenging, but it is possible if you're committed to doing it. So here are a couple of ways in which we can change or ward off toxic behavior from others. 
Recognize and acknowledge the toxic behavior because self-awareness is the first step towards change and it's the first step towards anything that you want to improve on. And reflect on how your your behavior affects yourself and others. Now, this requires a little soul searching, being truthful with yourself. And I mean truthful, which is hard. It's hard to do. We like to think we're truthful, but you can't find if you can't find something that you need to work on then you're not being truthful. And I'm speaking from experience. I shared this before. Years ago, I didn't like a characteristic I saw in this particular person. Now, you know, we can always find fault in others, but we can never find fault within ourselves. So I began to figure out how I was going to handle this situation. And I'll be darned. I realized I had the same characteristic. Talk about an eye opener. That sent me on a journey of self-discovery. Now, you have to do that every now and then because we're only human and we want to be the best that we can be. And once I acknowledged it, I had to do some internal work. And eventually, I corrected that behavior. Now, I also had to recognize I couldn't change them, but I could change the way I dealt with them. And although I still did not like it, the characteristic that they possess, I was more compassionate. I guess that song by Ice Cube, Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself, has some truth to it. Because in reality, I really did need to find a way to work through it. Then you want to identify the situations or the emotions or the stressors that trigger your toxic behavior. Identifying these triggers can help you prepare and respond differently. This is so true because in all fairness, we all give off give off toxic energy at some point, some more than others. Now, when I know I'm about to be in a toxic environment or around someone who I know is toxic, I try to mentally prepare for it, which lessens my stress and make it easier to deal with. So whatever I have to do, whether it's a mindset, okay, you know you're going into this situation. So I have to prepare. Sometimes it can be overwhelming and and I have to cut it as short as possible. And sometimes I can just let it roll off. But it's still, um, it's still hard to deal with because we can't always avoid a toxic person or environment. It could be on a job. It could be a family member that might have some issues beyond their control. Now, here's a transparent moment. When I know I'm about to release some toxic energy, because I know it's either because of something someone said, something someone did, or I I have prior knowledge of it. I try to pause first 
At least that's my game plan. Well, most of the time anyway. And I had to come to this conclusion because if I didn't, then I would become that person, that person that fly off the handle, that person that no one wants to be around because I would continuously release toxic energy. So I had to find a way that worked for me. And the pause did. Because the pause allowed me time to reflect, to think, do I really want to do this? And and the answer would usually be no. Now there's times that yes, the answer is yes. I want to get it off my chest. And so I have to exhume that energy. But I have to also find a way to reel myself back in. But most of the time, I try to do that, and it it works. Whether I need to count to 10 or whatever it takes, it works. I'll usually take a deep breath, hold it in, do a little thinking to myself and say, you don't want to do this. It's not worth it. You know, there's some truth to picking your battles. And so that might be a time I decide to pick my battles. Some may think it's weak. Some may not. We all have opinions on different things. So my only suggestion is to find what works for you. Know that whatever the consequences are, you have to deal with. And so at the end of the day, I want to be as healthy as possible, not hold on to anger or resentment or be toxic. So whatever works for you is what you have to do. Next, you want to note that consistency is key to any behavioral change. So work on your goals regularly and make a conscious effort to practice these new behaviors. Adopting the pause for me has been a blessing in many ways because I've learned to control my anger and more importantly, how I respond, I guess is the biggest blessing. We all get provoked at times. It doesn't make us a bad person, but it's how you handle your stress that matters. As we discussed in previous episodes, stress is the number one cause of heart disease in women. And heart disease is the number one cause of death. So learning how to manage your stress is paramount. If you're consistently releasing toxic energy, then there may be some deeper issues, at which time you might need to seek professional help. You want to accept responsibility for your behavior and its consequences, as I mentioned, because there may be some. Avoid making excuses or blaming others for your actions. Now, I just shared um, how I found my coping mechanism when I know it's about to go down. But when it's a total surprise, because sometimes we caught off guard. So I might not be as in control as I like to be. I usually don't allow people to get me quote and unquote mad to the point of someone knocking me off my square. But it recently happened. 
And I was surprised at my reaction. Now, after an hour of being frustrated and being in a space I don't usually go to, I realized they robbed me of my peace. See, that's the rational thinking that I come to. Or should I say, I gave them control. Now that's taking ownership. And although I wasn't able to change the situation, I was able to change my outlook and took my power back. I could have transferred that negative energy onto someone else, which is what usually happens when we're frustrated. It could have been the first person that walked through the door. You pass on your frustration or negativity onto someone else who had nothing to do with why you're in a funk. So to avoid the transfer of negative energy, I try to resolve the issue with as quickly as possible. And this can be done in several ways. I pray, do some deep breathing or meditate or whatever that works that change my point of view. Hopefully sooner than later. And of course, if all fails, seek professional help. In some cases, the toxic behavior, as I said earlier, might be deeply rooted in underlying issues such as trauma, mental health conditions, or past experiences. Because you never really know why people act the way they do. You might want to extend them some grace. Seeking professional help such as therapy or counseling might be their only resolution. Changing toxic behavior is a process. It depends on several factors. Self-awareness. You have to first recognize there is a need for change. Then you have to be willing to do the work, whatever works for you. And if necessary, you may need to seek support. That might be professionals, depending on your situation. So if you're surrounded by toxic people over time, your positive energy could transfer to them. And I've witnessed this as well. So don't give up on them. And most importantly, don't give up on yourself. If you just practice positive energy, whether that's affirmations, praying, meditation, uh, self-awareness, do that deep dive search into who you are, what you really want out of life or want to be, it will help. I want to thank you for joining us on this insightful journey into the realm of toxic energy. We've explored the impact of negativity, toxicity, and harmful energies on our lives. And we've learned strategies to protect ourselves and cultivate positivity. Remember, well-being is worth safeguarding, and you have the power to create a space that nurtures your positive energy. And as I conclude, may you continue to prioritize your mental and emotional health and surround yourself with positive influence and thrive in an environment that radiates good vibes. Stay tuned for more empowering discussions in our Empowerment Zone series. And until next time, remember to pamper yourself. Goodbye.